Hey, welcome back to Archived, guys, for episode two. My name is Ethan, and I'm with my co-host here, Alan. What is up, y'all? How are you doing today? Welcome back to the podcast. So last episode, we covered Jack 1. Um, so guys, I just real quick, we just want to say thank you for the support um, that you guys left us with on episode one. Um, that means it truly means a lot. And I know a, a few of you wrote in and asked about um, if the podcast was coming to uh, Apple Podcasts. So it is eventually, we're just waiting for fucking Apple, man. We're just waiting for them to verify the podcast so we can get it pushed out there. So right now, as as of right now, as we're recording this episode, we are only available on Spotify, which I think that's uh, a majority of you people are listening to anyway. Um, but really quick, if you're not already, make sure you hit that follow button, um, hit that notification bell so you get notified when we drop a new episode. But you guys already know that we are dropping an episode every single Friday at um, it, it'd be 1.30 Eastern time. It'd be 12.30 Mountain time because I'm currently in Minnesota and it'd be 1.30 Eastern time. All the other time zones, you could figure it out. But every Friday, you're going to get a new episode in Archived. And um, this week, or yeah, this week, we're going to be covering Jack 2. Um, really quick, I just want to say uh, we do have some, we're working on a few ideas for some segments for the show. If you guys have any ideas and or you guys have any video games that you're very passionate about, please write us in. You guys, uh, we'll get into where you can find us later on in the podcast, but um, write us in. Tell us what games you would like to hear covered in the show. Um, and uh, right now we are looking for guests. We have a full lineup right now for the next uh, 10 episodes, and we do have some guests coming on the show. Um, so that's going to be pretty exciting. So if you're looking to be on the show, talk about some of your favorite video games you used to play and we'd love to get back into that world hey feel free write us in um but other than that alan how have you how have you been doing man what's going on with you what kind of games are you playing you watching any tv shows movies oh well i this week i had a pretty long week at work so i've only been able to watch tv and really not had much time for games and we get to finish my my walkthrough of jack 2 but i have been watching the boys i'm uh I'm in season two right now. It's, it's fucking tits, bro. I swear to God. I've, I've heard <laughs> the boys is pretty good. I, I do want to watch it. However, I don't have an Amazon prime account. Um, so maybe, maybe at some point I might pull the trigger on that. Well, um, no, go ahead. I say that, uh, it's the show is well worth it, bro. It's, it's violent as fuck. Um, and if you're if you're into that, check out Invincible in there too. Fucking also tits, another superhero show. I did hear Invincible is pretty good as well. Um, as for me, I really haven't been watching anything. My girlfriend and I haven't watched a series since uh, the last season or the latest season, I should say, of the Umbrella Academy released. So you kind of binge that. Um, so we ever since then we've really haven't found anything to watch. Um, I might have watched a few movies here and there. I don't really remember what movies I watched either. Shit, I'm so bad at this. Um, I think right now we're just waiting for the new season of Rick and Morty to come out. So I, I think it's scheduled to come out um, here in a few weeks, actually. Uh, but right now, um, video games I'm playing, which also really quick before I get into that, we do want I do want to get into video game reviews at some point. So if that's something you guys like to hear, please let me know. Um, but yeah, uh, video games. I've I just started playing. 
The Last of Us Part One, the remake. Um, so far, it's oh my god, Alan. I know we played this game on PS3 when it originally came out, and it was beautiful then. But holy fuck, is this game like? It's it kind of takes that game and like slaps it across the face a few like a few times. Like it's it's fucking beautiful. Like I think it looks better than The Last of Us Part Two, and that says a lot. Um, also, I've been playing the uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Calabunga Collection that just came out this this past week. Um, I mainly only picked that game up because it had the um, if you don't know already the Calabunga Collection, it has every single Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ga- Turtles game to ever release, minus the one that they had on like for the like uh, the, the tie-in with the video with the movie uh, back in like 2006, I think. Um, but everything, everything else like is on there, like the Game Boy games, the NES games, the Super Nintendo, like all of them are on there. Even the arcade games, like the arcade side scroll beat 'em up games. And I'm currently playing um, Turtles in Time. I really only picked that game up because it had the original Game Boy Color games on there, and surprisingly enough, they hold up a lot. Like I thought it was going to be hard, to, like difficult to play. No, every single game on there is beautiful and it plays well. Um, so I'm pretty content with the the turtles game right now so um those are fun because one i never even played the side scroll or beat-em-ups so I, I think it's just really fun to experience for the first time and i guess just for nostalgia purposes um other than that i mean a game that i'm always playing my girlfriend and i were playing multiverses right now if you don't know what multiverses is it's essentially uh warner brothers just take on smash bros so it, you know it has a whole bunch of characters from that universe you know we have um, Batman, Harley Quinn, Superman, Velma. Velma's a badass, arguably the best character. Shaggy. Jinkies. Yeah, Chinkies. I lost my glasses. Dude, Velma is such a cocky bitch on that game, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, all <laughs> like of her it, attacks are just like comic panels. Yeah, but they're like, like sassy. It's like sass. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, when... um. um trying to think what she says i think it's when you the countdown is going and you're about to play in a match with someone she goes i could tell you who's gonna win i could solve that mystery <laughs> like she's so fucking cocky um but yeah they have shaggy on there uh let's see they finn and jake i know they they just released morty as of we're recording this podcast it is september 3rd and this upcoming tuesday they're going to be releasing stripes from the gremlins so I know Gizmo is going to be a separate character, but oh my gosh, if you guys aren't playing this game, you're doing it wrong. You need to play this game. It's so fun. I was skeptical at first, but it is so addicting. My girlfriend right now is playing it right now, and she's addicted to the damn game. Like She loves it, and she's, <laughs> she's actually good at it. She kicks my ass sometimes. Um, her main is uh, Wonder Woman. My main is Velma for the time being. I'm trying to get good with Morty, but he's so fucking hard to use. Alan, what character do you usually main? Uh, lately, I've been using uh, the one bitch from Steven Universe. I can't think of her name. Garnett. Yeah, Garnett. Uh, she's thicker than a snicker and throws fists as fast as she can. <laughs> 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 but she, uh, she, she's probably my favorite character right now. Her and Poppy Shaggy, just because you go fucking Super Saiyan. Shaggy is gas. Um, uh, the, yeah, iron, guys. the Iron Giant is broken, and you can't forget about LeBron James. His basketball is broken. Like it's a, like it's OP. 
I won't use them. I can't stand LeBron, but that's for another day. Yeah, it's a different day. Um, but yeah, guys, if you guys aren't playing multiverses, it's a free to play right now. So just go download it, go play it, take our word for it. Um, other than that, let's get into episode two. What do, what do, you, what do you think, Alan? What should we do? Um, well, before we start that, uh, I actually want to talk about some upcoming games that I'm sure, actually sure. kind go of ahead. excited for. So first of all, I want to talk about High on Life. It's a uh, game by Squanch Studios. Um, Rick and Morty fame. Uh, it's a first-person shooter where the guns and knives talk. I don't know. If, I'm sure you've seen some of the clips from it. Yeah, I was actually watching gameplay the other day when I was taking a bath. That's right. I fucking but, take baths. Get off my shit. But uh, I think this game looks amazing for real, for what it is. And it just being like a joke game. Um, I've played... I've only ever played uh, Trevor Saves the Universe by them. But that game was, was also a- amazing. That was a VR, right? Yeah, it was a VR game. I have an Oculus Rift. But, God, uh, I want one so bad. Oh, it, it's it's tits, bro. It's fucking tits. But uh, Trevor Saves the Universe, fucking classic game, in my opinion. Funny as shit. If you like Rick and Morty or that kind of humor, you would enjoy it. But other than that, I want to talk about Hogwarts Legacy. That comes out February 10th, 2023. Uh, who doesn't fucking love Harry Potter? I, Bro, I'm I'm gonna be on that game so hard. Like I'm gonna be playing the living fuck out of that game. Swear I'm to a, God, I'm a little annoyed they just announced that. I guess you won't be able to fucking play Quidditch. So, well, I think the decision as to why. I mean, there's already a Quidditch video game, so I'd imagine. I mean, that's that all, would, it's old though. Like it's old, of, but you, like, you know this how is a modern take, you know, like, but. If it's gonna have, if, it probably didn't have time for it, you know. Like it's already a big game. Don't need to well, add already all these got other mechanics. Yeah, I know. It, it got delayed to February, but I, I think like if they were to add like Quidditch, like some Quidditch games on there, I feel as if there would have been some rights issues. Because you know how fucking, you know how it is with the fucking business side of games, which I think is stupid that people fight and get fucking pissy over like, oh, we have the rights to this. You can't put that in your game, like. I think it's so fucking shitty. Like, and I, yeah. I'm excited for Hogwarts Legacy, but I'm also, I, I'm not going to allow myself to get overly excited for it. And I don't want to set my expectations too high because that's what's going to happen. If I allow myself to get excited, I'm going to set the bar high. And as soon as the bar is set and the fucking game doesn't meet that bar, I'm going to be disappointed. Oh, yeah. And, There's a. There's only a handful of developers that I can look at a game and be like, well, that'll be that'll be a great game. Right. And, you know, we haven't had a decent Harry Potter game in a long, long time. Like, oh, yes, those sir. games are basically forgotten. Um, do I have faith? Yes. I have a lot of faith that I think Hogwarts Legacy is going to be an amazing game. Um, but hey, we'll just we'll just see if the developers can come to play ball and we they release a good ass game. So hopefully it's really good, and that's all I can really say about it. Um, yeah, that's uh, that'd be it about the new games. I'm really wanting to talk about for real. But you're not, not excited about Modern Warfare Two? No, not really. I'm personally, and I 
God, fucking someone strike me down. Like I, I'm uh, the listen, guys. I I am that guy that every single year, you know, plays the new Call of Duty. Fucking sucks its dick a little bit. Like I'm that guy. Uh, however, uh, <laughs> look, I can't help it. Like that's just that's how my gaming started. So like I'm just a huge Call of Duty fan. Um, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna go on a whole tangent on Modern Warfare Two because. To be honest with you, I don't have a lot of high expectations, and I haven't really enjoyed Call of Duty the past few years. Um, I was actually funny, funny that I'm saying that right now because um, I think it was two nights ago. I was looking through my my PlayStation catalog, and I was looking at the the amount of hours I played like different games. And Black Ops Three, when that game came out, I put over 600 hours into it, and. Um, for the, the the latest title, Call of Duty Vanguard, I had only put fifty three hours in. I just the the last few entries of the series like have been really shit, and it's kind of unfortunate because I really wish that you know Infinity Ward, Treyarch, even Treyarch's latest game was bad. I hated Cold War. I thought it was a terrible game, um, which is sad because that's Treyarch and they're known for making great Call of Duty video games. Uh, so the zombies was okay. I will say that. Yeah, zombies. However, zombies will always be a classic, except for Vanguard zombies. We don't. We don't talk about that trash. And uh, the the Sheena Numa map that came out with not too long ago is pretty good. Okay, well, lie. well, they had to save their ass. That's why they put it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they took way too long to fix their uh, that game mode. Now, Modern Warfare Two. I I have I don't have any expectations for the game, and I think this month, if you pre-order the game, sometime later this month. It's either the uh, the public beta. It, wait, t- next month is October, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the game releases next month. I think in a few weeks, there's going to be a public beta for those who pre-ordered Modern Warfare Two for the multiplayer. And also, if you pre-order the game right now, you're going to get early access to the campaign. You don't get to play the campaign as of right now. We're recording this at September third. I know in a few weeks, I think they'll probably launch that. Um, to be honest with you, I haven't pre-ordered the game, and I don't know if I will. I don't even know if I don't even think it's worth pre-ordering for the the, the multiplayer beta. Um, my plan right now is I'm not gonna look at any leaks. I'm not gonna watch any gameplay. Uh, maybe when the beta releases, maybe maybe I might pre-order to check it out. I don't know. Um, if anything, if I don't pre-order it i'm just gonna wait till the game releases buy it and then play it on release and then give you my thoughts on that but yeah i mean that's that's kind of it for like that guess video games as of right now um but yeah I, I would like to get into video game reviews maybe we could do a separate episode for that maybe like a different day of the week i don't know maybe if that's yeah. something you guys are into maybe we could do like mondays or game reviews fridays is you gonna be you know your tradition um your traditional archived gaming episode Maybe if that's something you guys want to hear, let us know. Write us in. Um, but yeah, I mean, episode two, we got Jack two. <laughs> Alan, uh, what's what's up with Jack two? All right, so Jack two is a was a platformer. It was uh, released in two thousand three, uh, October fourteenth, two thousand three, to be more specific. But it's been out on the PS two, the PS three, and the PS four. But uh, that came. It came hot off the heels of the original and took big inspirations from GTA 3. Yes. Um, I actually saw an interview 
that uh, someone had with one of the uh, the Naughty Dog uh, developers, and essentially what they said was, so Jack Two in the early stages of development, they had made already like a, I guess maybe like a handful of levels, and they brought in like this eight year old kid to the studio. He tested it out, and he was like, I guess they asked him like, hey, how'd you, what do you think about the game? And the eight-year-old answered it like, you know, a fucking eight-year-old would. You know, he was like, um, the graphics are good. The game is good. However, uh, yeah, my little brother would love this game. And I guess the developers were just kind of like in shock. And they asked the eight-year-old, they're like, what the fuck? Like, you're eight years old, you know? Like, what do you mean? Like, what, what games are you playing right now then? And the eight-year-old's answer was Grand Theft Auto 3. So um, essentially what I'm trying to say is... Terrible parenting. Yeah, very terrible, terrible parenting. Terrible parenting. I have no room to talk, dude. I was uh, playing I, San Andreas. I was, when too, I, was a kid. I was too, but I wasn't allowed to, but I did it anyway. <laughs> but I just I just think it's funny that Jack 2 from that from I guess from what I what I took from that interview was the game was completely different before like what like what it is now, it was completely different then. So I guess what they did was as soon as, you know, they got the feedback they needed to hear, they said, fuck it, let's scrap everything that we have. Let's rebuild the game from the ground up and we'll make something else. So they took a lot of inspiration from Grand Theft Auto 3. Um, and if you don't know, Grand Theft Auto 3 was a huge inspiration on open world today. So if you're playing an open world game right now, I will put mo- I'll put money on it. Like at some point, in some fashion, some way. It's taken inspiration from Grand Theft Auto 3 because that's it, it changed the way open world games were forever. And it's 2022. Now, Jack 2, like like Alan is saying, is an action adventure platformer sometimes, but it's mainly just an open world game. Um, the man, oh fucking man, is the story in this game so fucking confusing. I wrote it, I took notes and I wrote down how to best describe the story in a nutshell. Um, essentially, Alan, you want to get into the setting real quick of how this game starts out? Uh, so the, uh, the game starts off and takes full advantage of its T rating, uh, cause the first game was rated E if we didn't cover that before, but the first and in the first game, Jack is mute. And the first thing he, Jack says in this game is I'm going to kill Baron Braxis. And I think that is the hardest intro to a game, to be honest. The way this game starts is so hype. No, absolutely. It's They went from, you know, Jack being mute, and then, you know, he's been in a prison for a couple years now. And then, yeah, they've just been doing, like, experiments on Jack, the Baron, um, of the of the city that they're in. Um, they've been doing, like, dark eco experiments on Jack at that point. Now, uh, just to rewind a little bit, um, you know, Jack 2, uh, the way it starts out, it, it literally right where Jack 1 left off with, you know, in the in the first game, if you were to collect every single power cell, you would unlock a hidden ending, or I guess the true ending, I should say. And when the, the precursor doors open, they get like a rift, the rift gate. And that's what they were looking at. And um, it takes place literally right after that. They took the rift gate, took it back to Samos's hut, and essentially, they just activate it. Now, this game is set in the future. 
previously when I was playing this game, I was under, this is based off things that I had heard. I was under the impression that this was not the future. It was indeed the past, but it doesn't make sense when you're playing the game at some points, it makes it seem like you're playing in the past because of, I guess, some of the characters. However, that is not the case. This game is set in the future. Um, I don't know how far into the future, but it is in the future. Um, I'd say th- this game is uh, also labeled as a both a sequel and a prequel. I didn't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. But um, that also goes into like part of the story because the story is pretty fucking confusing for real. Because like the like the first game, Jack was just a mute, and now you're in this whole new world, which is I was just this bare like over monarched city that's just in ruin and getting constantly attacked by metalheads, which are like the main villains besides the Crimson Guard and Baron Praxis. Yeah. Um, my fucking God. This game, I was dreading playing this game while we were playing Jack 1 because I fucking knew. I fucking knew this game. We had to play it. Um, so I beat the game. I finished it. It took me, I think it took me about a week to finish. Um, every and every now and again when I had some extra time, I'd sit down and play the game. Um I think I had like one Saturday night where I just like fucking pushed through, like I pushed through the game and we're not going to cover every single mission because this game's, this game's layout is totally different from Jack one where Jack one was so linear and we could just pretty much break the game down step by step. This game is totally different because it's in a GTA style. So it's a little bit all over the place and it's in a mission based, not just a linear path. Yeah. um, I had thought there was a total of 60 missions from what I counted, but maybe I was fucking wrong. Maybe I can't count. I don't know. Um, when, I, when I'm looking here online, there's a total of 71 missions in Jack and Daxter 2, or Jack 2. Now, we're not going to cover every, again, we're not going to cover every single fucking mission. That would be ridiculous and it'd be boring as fuck because a lot of this, and you know what? A lot of the missions are repetitive anyway. And that's a, that's one gripe. That's one. That's one I already have. Some of them are just what time wasters. They're not fun and it's just stupid. Like they're literally oh, just fucking dumb. There, there are a few that are just like, here, travel up the road, shoot this guy, then come back. <laughs> No, just for like, real. That's what that's what it is. And and but that's also a gripe that I have with early Grand Theft Auto. Like one of the first missions, you just go kill someone and go back. You drive a block no. over, and that's all you do. <laughs> no, yeah, and a lot of these missions are super. A lot of them are easy. They're super quick. Um, I think one time I only had enough time to play like twenty minutes worth. Of Jack 2, so I sat down and played 20 minutes worth, and I did like four missions in 20 minutes. And what sucks about this game is a lot of the missions are super, because they're so short and so quick, there are no checkpoints because of how short they are. And what makes, oh my fucking God. So I have, I have a list here. I have a top three list, top three missions that I hated and top three missions that I actually enjoyed. And 
Oh my fucking god. Some of the missions on this fucking game are so fucking hard or they're so fucking annoying and the game just doesn't fucking work right and oh my fucking god you gotta restart 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 because you can't fucking pass it because there's no fucking checkpoints to finish it like it's just fucking stupid um i don't know if alan did you make a list at all um i didn't make a list but i i do have my choices for my top three and my top three Worst. Sure. So. Um, so, really um, quick, really, really quick. If we're gonna get into our list, instead of breaking down each mission one by one, that again, once we sit, like we said, it would be a really stupid thing to do, and it'd be so fucking boring. We're just gonna go through each other's list, explain the missions, and then after that, uh, we'll get into how the story works. And if you haven't played this game, uh, what I recommend doing is later on after the missions, if as when you hear when you hear that we're done talking about the missions, I would just stop listening and maybe skip forward a little bit. I don't know. There is going to be some spoilers, um, and there's only going to be spoilers. It's a fucking old game, guys. Like I mean, a lot of people have played this game. They know how it fucking ends. They know what it is. And if you don't, hey, please fucking play it. Like, yeah, go I, back play I, the game. I suggest the whole series to everyone. The whole series is a blast. At least the mainline games. No, seriously, yeah. Like, go back, play the game, and then and these games seriously done... hold up too. Oh, it! Oh my God, yes, it does. And yeah, go back, play the game. After you're done playing the game, you see the in-game credits. Take out your phone, open up your laptop, whatever it is you use on a daily basis. Go to Spotify, pull up the archived retro gaming podcast. And listen to episode two or episode one and leave us a five-star rating. But anyway, <laughs> we're going to get in. Alan, you can go ahead and uh, what's, uh, what's, what's some of the missions that you love? Which one should we do first? You want to do the hate or you want to do love? Uh, let's, get, let's get the negative stuff out of the way because the lows are pretty low. And the first, oh. one, the first one I really want to talk about, and I think it's the same one because we both sent a fucking picture of it when it popped up, is... The mission where you pick up the artifact from that dude's fucking hut. Jesus fucking Christ. Go ahead and explain that real quick. So you do a mission for a lurker, which in the first game, the lurkers were the bad guys. But what's his name? Brute? Uh, yeah. But, but he, you help him and he's like, he wants to give you something. So he gives you this artifact and he puts on his hut in his little, at his home. You get there, and as soon as you get there, the Crimson Guards are ambushing you. And this mission, you can't, if you start it, you can't, you can't leave it, and there are no checkpoints. You have to do it. Um, if you get in the water, which you, if you usually get in the water, it's fine, but at this time, if you get into it, you fucking die. Um, if you don't have any ammo, you're probably fucked. Um, and it's just not fair. It's not a fair level at all. Yeah, like what's so... My fucking God. So I I breezed through this entire game. I beat it before Alan did. I got my payback. I, I, Alan know, I, I never actually beat Jack 2 this time. But, um, but I am very well knowledge of the game, so it's fine. So... <laughs> 
I was having such a great time with some of the earlier missions. I was playing the game. You know, I had my had my feet propped up on the table. I was relaxed. I was playing the damn game. And long behold, the icon comes up on the mini map. And I fucking already knew what mission it was. And just like he was saying, I got so, oh my God. Like when I saw that, I was like, fuck me. I don't even want to play this now. But I did it anyway. And surprisingly enough, this time around, it was still hard. I'm not knocking it down. I'm not not going to do that. Like it was still fucking hard. Um, it took me around five or six tries and then I finally got it down. And then I got fucking even more mad because uh, I had found out how some people back in the day were cheesing this level. But I'll get into that here in a second. So yes, it takes you to the slums and you have to go pick up an artifact. And what's so fucking shitty about this level is once you start it, the game soft locks you. You cannot quit. You can't just quit the game and not play. Like every time you boot up this game, you are in this mission and it's already loaded and ready to go. And... Wave after wave after wave after fucking wave of fucking Crimson Guards are coming your way. And usually when Crimson Guards attack you, they just like have this electricity attack. And it's like minor, like whatever. It's so easy. All you got to do is just keep your distance. But no, with this fucking level, now they decide to shoot you. And these motherfuckers, these aren't your fucking um, stormtroopers. These motherfuckers know how to shoot. Like these motherfuckers, like they will snipe your ass. And oh, yeah. one of my biggest fucking hates about this game is your health is completely different now. So in this Jack 2, the health system is different because it has a ring and there's a significant number amount of ring, like a number amount of spaces on the, the health bar this time. There's, there's, a, there's eight just, slots. And certain certain black like certain creatures will take two. Some of them will take one, but most of the enemies take two. And what annoys me about that is the ones that take one hit off you rarely show up in the game. Now everyone else, whether that's a fucking hit, they shoot you two two slots of health. So you're already fucked in that sense because it's so fucking hard. And let me tell you, my ass was clenched playing this level because I got, well, there's one point, I got all the way to the end. And at the end, that's when they fucking throw everything at you at once. And what's also, I just died. But anyway, what's so annoying about, and it's not just this level, it's the game. The ammo for your game like the, not your game but the guns that you have then i'm sorry we forgot to mention that so there are weapons in this game there's a total of um one two three there's four different guns in this game so there is the morph gun it acts as a shotgun there's a blaster it's kind of like a semi-automatic ri rifle and then the vulcan is your standard I, I guess i would say like an lmg like it's pretty quick and it's it it, goes, it has some long range to it, and then the peacemaker is essentially like your RPG charge up style, um, which I think is pretty cool by the way. Like because these are all mods for the weapon that you have, but what what pisses me off about this game as a whole is ammo is so rare. Like in re really, the only way you get ammo in this game is like some levels in the beginning they'll have crates spawn. 
from the get go, like in the beginning of the level, because they know that you're going to need ammo at some point with the with, I guess with with what's going on. Um, but everything else, I'm sorry, you guys, if you guys can hear my AC unit, I'm gonna turn it off here in a second. Fuck, that pisses me off. But um, in this level, there are no ammo crates. Like it just keeps spawning you and spawning you and spawning you. And some weapons are so hard to get ammo for. Um, however, the the Crimson Guards they they do spawn ammo sometimes in that level. Oh yeah. But um, but yeah, it took me like five or six tries. Uh, really quick, my oh my god, I, I that was actually my my number one hated. Um, my so I'll just go to my next one. So the next one that I want to gripe about is you have to destroy four um walking like spider turrets that are roaming the city. And oh my fucking god, Alan, describe this mission really fast while I go turn off my AC unit. Sorry guys, if you hear it, it's I'm fucking I'm I'm pissed off. So you so you go to Torn. Uh, Torn is one of the uh, first guys you meet. He's part of the resistance. But they have like a little bunker and you have to defend it. They have these big crab creatures, like robots coming for the hideout and you have to stop them. The only real problem with this mission is that you don't get enough ammo and you'll probably get hurt trying to hurt them. And there's like, there's a few of them and they, they move kind of quick. So if you don't, if you can't stop them all the time, they're going to get to the hideout or anything i personally didn't have that big of an issue with this level um but i don't i don't think it's one of the best ones either i think it's it can be frustrating if you don't have the right material to do it absolutely um like i didn't find this level like i I, it took me a couple tries like it wasn't as hard as the artifact level on which by the way um people cheese that level with the hoverboard go figure um, which I'm not good with the hoverboard. And that's one of the cool things that this game brought in was you can ride a hoverboard around um, and you earn that later on in the game. But I suck with it. I swear to God to do. But but this level, uh, like Alan was saying, um, if you're just spamming one gun, which in this, in this mission right here, I was spamming the Vulcan weapon because it, it sprays really fast and it really destroys the turrets really quickly. So... I was running out of ammo really fast, and at one point, I passed this mission, because you're on a timer too, by the way. I think it's like a minute, minute and a half. You have to destroy four of these before they get to Torn's Hideout, um, which is one of the characters. And I don't want to break down every single character in this game, because it would just take too long. There's a lot of different characters at this game. A lot of, fucking a lot of great characters, though. Yeah, yeah. All, great all, all, all the characters in this, in this game... And most of the series are very fully expressive. No, absolutely. And again, just like Jack 1, Jack 2, the voice acting is fucking impeccable. Um, but yeah, they introduced a lot of new characters. So at any point that, you know, we bring them up, we bring them up. Um, it's, it's ultimately up to you guys if you want to play the game or not. I think it's a great game. Um, but, you know, just like any game, I have my critiques. But, you know, with this mission, I kept fucking running out of ammo, and I passed this mission with one second. Like, this, the turret, the last one I had to destroy, was no shit, like, about to, like, get to the door of his hideout, and I passed it by one second. And I was fucking relieved when I passed it, because I was so fucking annoyed already. Um, Alan, what, what's, your, what's your next, what's the next mission you hate? Um, mine is a jet board level. 
and it's the uh, the drill platform. I fucking hate that goddamn level with a burning passion. Even really? more, even more, even more than the fucking the one in the slums. And it's only because the jet board can be so inconsistent on the grinding. I I agree with that. But really, you hated that mission? I hated that mission so many times only because I died several times. There were, there was, not... there, there, there were several times. And the, the and to, from what I remember, it's the only time these Crimson Guards have the weapons. But it's like a grenade launcher. So there's just fucking explosions consistently. And everything is just constantly oh, getting in your way. You're, and the you're levels. Talking about a, you're talking about a different level. Okay, I thought he was talking about a different. Okay, never mind. No, no, keep going. no, no, no. But like you have to grind in all these rails and destroy all the wires. And the way it's <laughs> set up isn't very clean, so you can do it in all in one swoop. You have to like do these different angles, and it's it's awkward. If you fall into the, lo- into the lava below, you die instantly, which is fair because it's fucking lava. But, but I don't know. I, so, I, I thought the level was very was very unforgiving at times. So I actually had zero issues with this level. And I'm going to tell you what I did. Um, before I went and destroyed any cord, or I guess r- grind railed over any of the cords for the drill, I went and just took my fucking weapon and I shot all the guards first. That's, that's what I did. And then the rest was a easy breezy. Took me like two minutes to beat the game. Not the game, but the level. I am thinking about killing all the guards. I figured they just keep respawning. No, if you kill them, they don't respawn. Well, well, fuck me then. (laughs) What I honestly thought you were having... The level that I thought you were talking about is when you take the hoverboard... And you go into the, the mine shaft. You go into the teleporter and you go into the mine shaft, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and you have to throw all the bombs into the stuff. I thought you were talking about that level because Oh, I like that level. That level's fun. Yeah, I was about to say I love that level, but you know what's funny about that? Is you would think the drill platform level would be like one of the all time hated missions of all time. But when I was like looking online, um, because I actually watched a video of uh, someone was like ranking and you should watch it. They were ranking each level in like a ranked, you know, those like ranked tier systems. Yeah. Like the they did a tier system. Yeah. Yeah. They did one of those for uh, all the missions in Jack two. And I, I honestly didn't agree with the list, but one of the missions that this person said that they hated, and I even looked online, a lot of people hate that mission with the hoverboard with the bombs. And I think, you were on like a minute timer, maybe a minute 30. You have two minutes. You have two minutes and I think it's six, right? Six. It's five or six. It's five. It's five. I just did it like yesterday. So there's like a, there's like these towers and you have to ramp on it. You fucking throw a bomb in there and that's it. And they're kind of spread out and it's not a big, it's not a big mine. Like it's a pretty little area. It's, so it's, it's hard enough it it has enough difficulty for the two minutes, and it's it's a fair difficult for that mission, I would say. And I I thought this mission was very peaceful, you know. And <laughs> I say that even though you're on like a two minute timer, um, I thought this mission was very it was a it was a nice step away from all the the gun action. It, it just it allowed me to sit back, relax, 
you know, do a quick hoverboard mission. Let me calm my nerves a little bit. Like I didn't have to stress out too much, you know? Yeah. Because, oh my fucking God, this game really pissed me off. Um, but yeah, I thought you were talking about that. Now, the next mission I have here, it took me a, oh my fucking God, it probably took me a half hour, 45 minutes. Um, this level that I'm about to talk about, I actually stopped playing the game because of this mission. I took a break from it. I was like, fuck this shit, I'll try tomorrow. It's where um, crew has a, has you protect some of his men in the sewers while you take them to the statue of Mar so you can get an artifact. And oh my fucking God. This mission is not long by all means, just like any other mission in this fucking game. Super quick. And just like I said, there's no checkpoints. Some levels do have checkpoints, but that's because they're significantly longer. This mission does not. It has zero checkpoints and... It's not hard, and I say, I say that now even though I'm bitching about how hard it was. Looking back at it, it's a super simple mission. Um, you know, you just got to protect these guys, and you can't let them die. But what pisses me off is since some of the missions are so short, they don't spawn health for you. Like, if you break a box, it's very rare that you pick up health. Because yeah. of how short they are. Like, they don't expect you to just keep dying. But the difficulty in this game gets so fucking hard because... And, and it comes in spurts, too. It's not, it's not like, consistently hard. No, right. Like, it's, it's not all the time. It's just inconsistent. And the health in this game, like, fuck. This game wouldn't be that bad if the health system wasn't as just fucking trash. Like, it's so fucking bad. And... You take this and like there's these different types of metalheads that spawn. They're like spiders, but they shoot like these laser beams. And it is so fucking hard to dodge them. And it's 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 so fucking hard because if if an enemy hits you in this game and you get back up, you can get hit again and again and again and again. They just keep going and going and going, and then eventually you die, and then you have to restart the mission, and then you gotta keep going again from where you started, and it's just fucking awful. Um, but yeah, that's the last mission that I had written down that I hated. Um, so my third, my third level that I hate is actually a collection of a few levels and it's all of the mech suit levels because fuck the mechs, the mech suits, fuck the way the thing controls. It's boring and it's useless. I, I didn't have those written down, but it, while we were talking, I remembered them, and oh my fucking god! Yeah, the the mech suit is is probably the worst part about the game. I would say I just I don't I think it takes takes away from part of what you're doing. No, absolutely, and every video game out there is guilty of this. I'm sorry, and I don't know how how you guys feel. Um, to everyone listening to this. And Alan, I don't know how you feel about this, but in my opinion, if you're making a fucking game, <laughs> don't put underwater levels in the fucking game. Like they're just so fucking pointless, and oh. they're so not—they're not fun. They're unfair. And then you gotta most underwater levels, you have to fucking find like a bubble so you can get your air back, or they have like a vent, like in this level yeah. with the fucking what is it, mech suit? Yeah, the mech suit. 
You have to run over, you have to step over these fucking bubbly fucking vents that give you air. And my fucking God, I just, it's just, it's just so stupid. If you're going to make a level that you had that you're underwater, don't make us fight for air. Like it's so fucking shitty. Don't, don't put the enemies five feet above you where you can't hit them either. And they, but they can hit you like this fucking octopus. When, when I play this level, I, they didn't even bother me, which I thought, like, I just, like, walked past it. Like, they didn't, they didn't bother me at all. The only times that I honestly died because of this level was because I ran out of air. Oh, yeah. Other than that, like, I had no issues. And, like, and I agree. The mech suits are the, like, most tedious, fucking annoying, shitty controlling fucking levels of all time. It's boring. Like, like there's no, there's no need for it. I feel like they were just running out of ideas at that point. Yeah, they were like, let's let's fill in like three missions with this suit. And that's how I feel about some of these missions. You, they make you go somewhere and you don't do anything. You just go there just for the sake of talking and a cutscene pops up and that's it. And you just go on to the next one. And I, I think with this game, um, just like how I said in the first game, you know, they're just trying to figure out the recipe. They're trying to figure out how it works. And since, you know, this is a new game, this is entirely different. It steered away from the original Jack and Daxter's the game. It's a totally different game. So now they got to, like, remaster the recipe. You know what I mean? Yeah, Jack 1, they don't push you in a certain direction. Jack 2 kind of, they they tell you where to go and what to do instead of, like, you don't like in Jack One. You discover most of these things on your own instead of like, and it's more organic, I guess. Yeah. So you know, it's because it's so new. I again, I just think that they're trying to master the recipe, seeing how it works for the the next game. Um, so I think a lot of the maybe like a handful of these missions every once in a while you'll see. I think it's just a filler, just for the sake of you know the. They just need something. It is they need something for the player to do, um, and I think that's why the mech suits are in there. I just again, I think they're so shitty. Um, but now let's you know let's let's go to the more of the positive side. What do, what do we like about Jack Two? Some of the missions. Um, the first mission I have written down here is you have to um, go hunt down some metalheads in Haven Forest at the uh, Samos, uh, the Samos from the first Jack game. So there's two Samoses in this game, um, and we'll get in. And like I said. I have my notes written down. I have it drawn, actually not written. I have it drawn in a way that I can thoroughly explain to the best of my ability on how the storyline works for this game. Because it is fucking confusing. It is a shit show. And even as a kid, I didn't know what was going on. But, um, so there's the Samos from, he's a little bit older, and which is, okay, so fuck, I'm already confused. So the Samos from Jack 1 is the older version and the Samos from Jack 2 into the future is a younger version. Am I correct to say that? Yes. And I know it doesn't make fucking sense, but don't worry. Like we'll I said, later on, we'll I will explain it, the story. We'll get into that. Because it makes sense. After I, <laughs> after I explain it, it'll make sense. Um, but anyway, um, Samos has you go to the Haven Forest um outside of the city and you have to take your hoverboard and you have to hunt down these flying um i guess like winged metalhead creatures and that's it 
you don't do anything. There's no fighting involved, no craziness, no weapons involved. You just ride the hoverboard. That's all it is. You just ride them. You hit them once, and an animation will come up where you tackle them, and that's it. There's only like seven of them, and it's pretty quick. Oh yeah. So that, but I do like that mission. It's a Haven Forest is one of my favorite locations in the game. I think that's where you can find most of your like, lore and a lot of the beauty in the game is in those levels too. Absolutely. And it's just a very you know, just like um Fuck, I can't remember what mission we were talking about. God damn it. <laughs> it was it's it's one of those missions where it's very peaceful and there's no like violence involved and you know you can kind of ease up you know calm down relax you get to ride the jet board up. really yeah, yeah. it's that's the one where you get the jet board right the one you're talking about permanently yes that's yeah. where you get the jet board permanently you know it's it's basically you know you're just going for a cruise <laughs> guys you're and, just going for a cruise and jumping on some metal heads slamming their throats yeah, it's a super quick mission, and then you know, of course, after that mission, everything ramps up. But, um, but yeah, well, what's 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 the missions that you like? Oh boy! All right, so this one's very, very, very early on. It's one of the first mission missions you do. It's uh, right after you meet Torn. He says, "I need you to prove yourself." So you go and you get this flag from the top of this thing. It's like the first real mission you do. And you get to the top, and you pull this flag, and they start to do one of the dances they do from the first game when you get a precursor orb, but everything goes to shit. And I think I think that just sets the tone of the game, and I think it's like it's a very memorable moment, I guess. There's a lot of platforming. Yeah, like you like you come back from your roots from Jack One, but it's like this is a jack one anymore baby and that's that like it just shows that it's grown now i guess yeah absolutely and i like that take on that um i didn't think of it that way when i was playing it but yeah it just it takes you back you know you get to do some platforming just how the original game is it's meant to be a platformer i mean this game is not entirely a platformer there are some really cool platforming sections some really, excuse well, me, I'm I say so pla- fucking sorry. Platforming is the main part of the gameplay, though. Like, like that is mostly what you'll be doing, but besides the shooting, it's a shooter platformer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and some of these levels, guys, just like the just like the original game, the draw distance is fucking amazing for this game's time. Um, there's there's some platforming missions where you're on the Baron's palace or you're trying to get to the palace and you're like really high up and you can see everything. You can see the whole city from below you. And I think it's really cool. Um, one mission, I have another mission I have written down here and that's um, later on towards like, I think it's like act later in act two or act three. Um, and that's where you go into Mars temple. Uh, Mar is essentially the from my, correct me if I'm wrong, Alan, but Mar is actually the creator of Haven City. Um, yes, and supposedly Moore is also Jack, but that's also part of the fucking weird-ass fucking conspiracies and lore of the game that still doesn't make fucking sense to me. And throughout the game, they never, even at the end, they never 
say for sure, and they never confirm that Jack is Mar. But it is heavy implied that even some of the characters say, like, you know, Jack is Mar. That is not impl- they imply it, but it's not confirmed or not. Um, but the mission where you're in Mars Temple, uh, there might have been one frustrating part, and that was when like this giant spider fucking chases you, and you got to play as Daxter. Um, that I, was cool. So that's the- I, I don't mind that part, but I, I agree that is definitely one of the highlights of the game is Mars Temple. Mars Temple was so fun. Um, even my my girlfriend, I mean, she was she was sitting down next to me watching me play Mars Mars Temple. And there's a couple like puzzles you have to do. Um, it's it's a very relaxing level, but it's also like very action packed. But and there is a boss fight at the end of Mars Temple too, where you fight the Baron for the second time around, um, which is very easy. The the boss fights for the Baron are super fucking easy. Um, but but yeah, um, she was even like doing the puzzles with me. It was it was a pretty fun time. Um, other than that, other than the whole spider thing, or you know, you're running away from it, just like you know, crash, well, crash Bandicoot would with the boulder. Um, as Daxter, you're just running away from this giant spider, and it's pretty quick. It's not long, and by all means, it's not hard. But a couple times I die because it's my fault. I'm just a terrible player. Um, but it's a very fun level. It's awesome, and there is a lot of lore with this level. Um, but that's that's my second mission for you know the positive side. Oh yeah. Uh, so for me. Um... You kind of touched up on it, but um, I'm, I'm going to change it because it's that one level you're talking where you're crossing into the castle from that really high point. That's one of my favorite missions because you go and that's when you fight the, the Baron for the first time. And you find out that the Baron is giving stuff to the metalheads and they're working together to make the war last. Which I think is fucked up, but it's it's a really cool part of the story. Yeah, and yeah, it's just one of those levels. There's a, there's some platforming involved, and like I said, that that first platforming section in the beginning of this level, it's beautiful because of like you can just see the whole city around you. It's at night, so you can see all the lights. Um, it's it's an incredible level, and again, the boss fights. Some of the boss fights in this game are not hard. They're definitely harder than the first game, though. <laughs> yes, this the difficulty definitely ramps up, and oh my fucking god, we'll, we'll talk about the final boss in a little bit, but fucking <laughs> Christ. But and a huge twist, by the way, with the final boss. Um, the last thing I have written down here for things that I enjoyed while playing this game was the mini games. So there are a little bit of mini games that kind of. To be honest with you, I think, again, this is just one of those things they just threw in there for the sake of they didn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of mini games. So one mini game they have is where um, you have to go to this. There's uh, one of the characters that are introduced. Is, is it a her or a he? Who? Onan? I think it's a her. And I think Onan is some type of Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if is she a gypsy. Uh, I, I'm not sure, but uh, she's magic as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what, I have no idea. <laughs> she, she's, she, she's got a little side character named Pecker with uh, Jack and Daxter. Yeah, they <laughs> they smirk at it and laugh about his name being a dick, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just like he's just a quirky fucking bird. That fucking him and Daxter, you know, they have some like banter back and forth. 
Um, but yeah, there's a one of the mini games is where um, you have to complete a task for her, or I guess a trial, in order to get a piece of Silamara to get into the temple. And it's like this fucking. It's not like our hero setup. It's just buttons like X square circle triangle will like come up on the screen you just gotta press the coordinating it's, symbols it's a very of time mini game where they just want you to press all the buttons you can as fast as you can in the correct yeah. order and sequence but yeah yeah and it's super quick it's not again it's not hard it's just something that steers away from the core gameplay as a whole and i think again this is one of those things that the developers just threw in there because they didn't know what the fuck to do um now the second mini, I think there's only two mini games. I don't know. I, I think so. Uh, well, I would I would count the jet board like the like the shooting range. You can go there and go get high scores, uh, jet board high scores, uh, the ring missions, uh, precursor orb missions where you go and just find them from those little things. Yeah. I guess you could, yeah. But the second mini game that I'm talking about is when. Um, so later on in the story, uh, Kira, Samos, all them, uh, Kira, this whole time that you guys have been in the future, she has been, uh, rebuilding the rift because, uh, I guess while they were traveling to the future through the rift portal with the, the rift gate, the rift gate was damaged and Kira this whole time has been, um, I guess rebuilding the rift gate. I guess from like spare parts and she needs to get two things in order to make it work. She needs the, uh, this ring that has like the time ring, I guess. I think that's what it's called in order for them to travel back. And then um, the, uh, the heart of Mar, it's like a button and, or it's like a chess piece. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's, I think it's the heart of Mar. I have no idea, but uh, it's like a jewel of some sort. But anyway, uh crew, uh, which, again, he's just like this guy that he's a really shady character. Turns out later in the story, fuck. you find out, yeah, bad, fat as fuck. But uh, turns out that later in the story, you find out crew has been a bad guy, and he has, uh, um, I guess, devilish plans for the city. And um, but we'll get into that. But anyway, uh, he has this little uh, arcade game in his bar that he has. And it's like whack-a-mole style, and the 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 time ring is inside the inside of the machine. In order for you to get it, you have to play the mini game and beat it. So you play as Daxter, you play whack-a-mole pretty much with metalheads, and it's a quick little you know mini game. It's fun. But that's all I really have for game for missions that I personally really enjoyed. Um, I don't know if you have any more you want to talk about. Um, one more I really do want to talk about a uh, back in the Haven Forest. I love the Haven, the, the uh, other Haven Forest missions where you go and get the other three artifacts. Yeah. Um, the like I said, this whole area is just—it's very reminiscent of like. I, I think it remind it reminds me more of the Precursor Basin and the uh, Forbidden Jungle a little bit from the original ones. Yeah, absolutely. But um, you just go through. You find all the all the uh, metalheads in these areas, and you just find out, you find out a lot more 
about the lore, I guess. Or you can really just like, like feel the lore of the city and shit. Yeah, and um, so again, the storyline is super confusing because you know you're in the future, but some of the characters that you like the doubles of the characters are like younger. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and explain that. But really quick, there is a plot twist in the game. So really quick, if you haven't played the game, stop here. Uh, go back, play the game. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Um, go back, play the game, come back to the podcast. But anyway, or just watch a YouTube video of it if you have no way to play this game, which it is available as if you're a PlayStation Plus premium member or you could just buy them on the store. But uh, with this game, um, there is an old man and early you meet early on in the game, like the, the very beginning, his name is Kor. And he has this little kid with him all the time that he's protecting and it's implied that this this little kid is Jack as a child, and he looks just like him. They never say it's Jack, but later on, you you find out that it is Jack. Um, however, um, it is it is near the, near the end of the game. The plot twist is um, Core is actually the metalhead leader, and the way that they show him turning into the metalhead leader, I think is just fucking badass, and it's one of my favorite parts in the game. Because it, it's just a cutscene. You go in, and uh, the Baron's there, some Crimson Guards, and then Korra's there, and he's like talking all fucking, fucking gangster like. He's all pissy, and he fucking just he just explodes into this fucking metalhead creature. He's fucking gigantic, and then he disappears. And he with the I think with the boy, and you know he just he has plans to destroy the city. So this is where you have to play. Well, you are Jack, and you have to go through the the metalhead nest, and you have to go save the boy. Because with if he kills this boy, like it's very crucial for the story, and it's it's yeah. And I'll get into that. But anyway, you go through the metalhead nest. You shit ton of metalheads, by the way, shit ton. And um, essentially, the the boss fight. Alan didn't finish the game, but I beat the boss Still, fight. Fuck, I fought, fuck, fuck that fucking boss. I thought I was going to have so much is- like so many issues with this boss fight because it is so unbelievably hard. Um if you don't know what you're doing, if you haven't mastered the weapons or the movement yet, like you're going to have a tough time at this boss fight. Um truth be told, this boss fight only took me 3 tries. Um didn't take me long, probably took me like 15 minutes I beat it. And the when I first started this boss fight, I was so stressed out. I was like, fuck me, because I remember as a child trying to beat this boss fight, it took me forever. Took me forever to beat it. Um, but you know, playing it, it's super easy. Like you just destroy the metalheads that are around you, arguably the most annoying ones, which are the scorpions. I fucking hate those fuckers. But it's super quick and easy, and then you just do damage to them when you get the chance to, and it's it's quick, it's easy. But um anyway. Where this game leaves us is so the Samos that we meet in the future, which is younger than the version that we have in the, the first game. Okay, I had this written down. I'm gonna explain this real quick. <laughs> so essentially, we're gonna start by so you remember in the beginning where Jack and the crew and the they they travel in time through the Rift Gate. Yeah. So in the beginning, when they activate the Rift Gate, um, 
I guess Metalhead Core, the Metalhead boss, pushes through the the Rift Gate. Do you remember that, Alan? Yeah. So that's the first step. And if 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 you pay attention in the cutscene, um, the Metalhead leader says, "You cannot hide from me, boy." He's talking to Jack. So that goes away. They travel in time. They go to the future. So when Jack and Daxter gets to the future, they are immediately arrested. Well, Jack is immediately arrested. And um, essentially, they already knew where he was going to be at this time. At step two, he was arrested. Now, um, during the time that they were traveling in time, uh, Mar, the creator of the city, has died. He has passed away and... um, or no, I'm so sorry. Let me go. Let me rewind. So the first step. So Mar dies. They travel through the Rift Gate. You know the whole Jack Two game happens, and that's that's pretty much what it is, right? Now, um, with this, uh, when when you defeat the Metalhead boss core, essentially, uh, Samos and the young Samos say. Uh, the the Samos from Jack One talks to his younger self, which is the Samos you meet in the future, because he tells them that they need to travel back through the Rift Gate, and Jack needs to grow up, and that's it. And also, he has to learn that the younger Samos has to learn how to master his powers to become a true sage. So they travel back, and Jack from older jack and everyone else goes on to the third game right so with this um essentially what i this game is honestly it's from what i can understand it's nothing but pre-built premeditated destiny so while you're playing jack one while you're playing jack three no matter what the events of jack two are constantly happening in a never-ending time loop for the sake of the city because time traveling is is involved. So when when Metalhead Core went back in time in the beginning and popped through that rift, he was attempting to break the loop to kill Jack. So none of that would happen and he could destroy the city. But because he fails every single time, and the reason why you actually run into the old man in the beginning of the game, which this is this is explained in the, the Jackster standalone title, um, which is on PSP. It is show. There's a cutscene shown where the metalhead leader is talking to somebody. He goes, "I know where the boy's gonna be. He's gonna break out of prison on this day, and I'll just disguise myself as an old man and use him." And um, so every time he fails, he goes back. He disguises as core, talks to Jack, blah 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 blah, and then you know time rolls on. Fucking city's going to shit because he's trying to overcome the city with metalheads, but he fails every single time because Jack destroys him. So it's a never-ending time loop. It's just destiny. So Jack has always meant to go to the future, save his younger self, so that way his younger self and young Samos can travel back in time, grow up, and do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. And that is essentially how the storyline of Jack 2 works. It's uh, very confusing, but it's definitely a ride that I suggest that everyone goes on. It's a, The whole series as a whole is a 
is a confusing fucking Christopher Nolan fucking fucking time travel fuck up game. It's it's a it's a good time. Like I said, um, if you haven't played this game, I highly recommend you play it. I, like I, even though this game has its fucking ugh, fucking moments where it's hard and it's annoying and it's frustrating. The game um, is always fair, though. I feel it. It it might be hard, but it is fair sometimes. It, yeah, but it's it's such a great time. Um, but yeah, go back play this game, guys. Um, if you enjoyed it, fuck. I get it. There's nothing more I could say about this game. It's just so great. Uh, how, um, how would you rate it out of 10? Well, really quick before we give our ratings, I want you to go through and tell us some of the ratings that um, the other companies gave it. While I, uh, I'm going to plug in my laptop to charge, but while you do that, you go ahead and go through the ratings. All right, so back when this game came out, IGN gave this a 9.5 out of 10. GameSpot gave it a 9.1 out of 10, and it has a Metacritic score of 87%. Um, for, for the time, I, I would say that's pretty accurate. Um, personally, I give it an eight out of 10. It's the best game in the series, in my opinion. Um, and there's just not many other experiences like it open world wise. Um, I feel most like nowadays, most open world experiences are pretty much the same, uh, but other than that, I don't know what else I'd have to say. Um, so I guess with that, um, and we didn't do this in the first episode. I'm sorry. Um, if you really enjoyed, you know, the first episode of Archived, again, thank you guys for the support. But the whole shindig, our shindig, is, you know, we rate the game and we decide if the game decides to be if we decide to keep it in the archives or if we would bring this game back for an indefinite remaster. So with that, how did you score? Uh, I gave it an eight out of 10. Eight out of 10. Okay. So out of 10, what I'm going to give this game, it definitely deserves to be higher than Jack one. I will say that. Um, I don't remember what I gave Jack it, one. It, <laughs> I gave Jack one a 7.8 and I think it deserves so much more. Jack two deserves so much more because they did so much with the story and did a lot of other elements as well. So I don't want to be that guy to say, I agree with you, but I agree with you on eight. Yeah. Eight is the perfect number. I think. Yeah. That's going to be my final answer. I'm sticking with it. Fuck you guys. I'm going to give this game an 8 out of 10. Um, I think the gameplay is great and the controls are very tight. They definitely improved the controls with this game than they you know, they did with the first game. Oh, yeah. Um, um, I had a couple frame rate issues on this playthrough. Um, that's probably from the port. Uh, oh, I'm sure. I, I don't remember having any frame rate issues back when I played this on the PS2. Um, I played it on the PS4. Um, but other than a couple of framework issues, gameplay wise, I never had any issues. No, I, I really didn't either. Um, again, I think the controls work great. They're very tight. They're definitely improved on, um, storyline fucking fantastic, even though it was confusing as balls, but I got through it. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it an eight 
and not give it the other two points because of how inconsistent the difficulty is. And it's not a bad thing, but holy Christ, is it fucking annoying. Um, And I will knock off a point just for the... Fuck me. Oh, my fucking God. The fucking checkpoints. There's no checkpoints, like, at all in the game. Um, Also because... And I think this would improve the score if if there was a way for you to go to like a weapon vendor and like purchase ammo, like if there was if they implemented like a currency system and it would allow you to buy ammo, I think that would improve the game by a lot. Um, um I feel no, go ahead. I feel like the ammo, like it was scarce, but I think that like buying it would have made it too easy, but I think they could have definitely found a way to make it more available. And I do agree that it would make the game, you know, easier than what it is. However, Jack three is way too easy, but we'll get into uh, that. Yeah, that and, Cause that's, that is, that's uh that's next week's take. Yeah. That is going to be next week's episode guys um, of archived. Um, but do I think this game deserves a remaster? Uh, I'm saying no. I'm, I'm split because I think if it had a remaster, it would it could improve the technical parts of it. But like, yeah, like if it if it just had like a new fresh coat of paint on it, fine. But that's that's it. If anything, I as much as I would love to see, you know, the Jack Daxter collection remastered with you know up with today's graphics as much as i would love to see that i don't think this game deserves a remaster because i feel as if if naughty dog were to take time to you know put a fresh coat of paint on there make it look all nice and beautiful i think that that would just take time away if and i'm not saying they are but if they are working on a new jack and daxter game it would take time away from it and they wouldn't spend as much time as they would on it and I don't know if Naughty Dog ever plans to make another Jack and Daxter game. I would hope they, so. I mean, they, they brought Ratchet and Clank back, but they they originally planned on making a new Jack game, but ended up scrapping it in favor of making The Last of Us. So right. So everyone knows what The Last of Us is, fucking greatest story game of all time. In my opinion, and a lot of other opinions, I know people. Suck the cock of that game. And I'm not going to suck it here, but I do love that fucking game. <laughs> but, but that's besides the point. Naughty Dog is one of the best developers in the, in the whole industry, but that's besides yeah, the and point. I agree. If they, if, like I said, I'm just going to stick with my answer. I don't think this game needs a remaster. I think it's great the way it is right now. However, it could be better. Um, I would love for them to, you know, bring back the series, you know, make it new, revamp it. I don't fucking care what you do. Just bring us, give us another Jack and Daxter game. Yeah, give, give us um, a new but, game before you yeah, remake. Essentially, yeah. But hey, um, you know, that's it for episode two, guys. Um, again, thank you for the support for episode one. We really enjoyed that. Um, if you're not already, you could follow us on our Twitter. We have an Instagram. We have a Facebook page. And you could find us on all three at The Archived Cast. The Archived. No, 
<laughs> I think it should know. It's called Archived Cast. I'm so sorry. Archived Cast, guys. Um, also, you can follow us on social media as well. My Instagram is the uh, the real Ryan Valentine. Um, you can also find me on Spotify. I make music there. Alan, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Alan Baldwin1995 or on Twitch uh, whenever I do actually stream, which I never do anymore. But you can find me at the RibTick369. And that's about it. But yeah, guys, um, again, follow the pages. Write us in. Um, let us know what games do you want to hear covered. What is what some of your favorite childhood games that you would love us to go back and play if we can and talk about on the show. And we will also bring you on the show as a guest to talk about that game. Um, yeah, we were right now with the schedule, we have a shit ton of guests coming in to talk about some of their favorite games. So I'm excited. Uh, next week, we got Jack 3. And again, if you're not already, guys, follow us on Spotify. Hit the notification bell so you get notified when every episode drops, even though you already know every single Friday. <laughs> And leave us a five-star review because it really helps support the show. Um, But other than that, that's all I really got for you guys. We'll see you guys next week. Alan, you want to say goodbye? Uh, See you all later, and thank you for stopping by our podcast. Bye. Adios.